Welcome to the Cinema Swamp. Okay. Let's party. In episode 52, we look at the top 10 highest grossing movies of the summer of 2019. We made our list earlier this year, and now we get to compare them to see who got the most points, who was able to guess which movies would be in the top 10, which one would be the highest grossing movie, and some of the bigger surprises and letdowns. We hope you enjoy this episode. Sorry if there's a bit of a reverberation going on throughout the episode. I guess we messed up on the mics. Uh, so we all sound a little bit like an alien robot. Uh, so have fun. Welcome to the Cinema Swamp. This is episode, what is it, Justin? 52. 52. Wow, um, we're, a year. But yeah, a bit over a year. We're closing in, closed in actually, at the end of our um, summer blockbuster season. We saw a lot of movies this summer, a lot of good ones. And today's episode is all about the little contest <laughs> that we uh, debuted back in... What are you coughing in the background for? Why don't you get upset? Uh, <laughs> Do you want me to cough into the microphone? Sorry, folks. Back in May, we debuted a new contest called the Summer Blockbuster Contest, where uh, everyone here, your classic favorites, uh, basically guessed what movies would do the best in the uh, American, uh, or the domestic, I guess, box office, based off of Box Office Mojo. Um, Some of us did real good, some of us did real bad, and... uh, Today is, you know, we ended it on Labor Day, so it was like a four-month thing. And, and we're not including in uh, Endgame? No, uh, Endgame uh, wasn't included. No. Anything, the, the rules were from uh, everything from May 1st to Labor Day weekend, which was September something, like 22nd, maybe. Yeah. So Are we still in September? The re-release of Endgame. The re-release? No. <laughs> I wish. Um, but... Yeah, we had like seven people enter the contest, but four, four heroes of folklore, who you're used to hearing on this show if you listen to it, um, were like kind of the main product of this contest. So, I, my name's Hunter, I'm here, I was in the contest. Were you? Yeah, I was. Oh, okay. What yeah, about you? I'm Justin. I Justin. did the podcast also, uh, the contest also. Uh, my fiance Zach was in the uh, contest. My name is Zach, and I'm here to say Chloe's also here in a major way. Take that beat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Chloe just said hi, but I I will take right now to divvy out congratulations because who would we be if we didn't acknowledge? Yes, let's immortalize this on the podcast. Yeah. Yay. Can we all just say congratulations, Zach and Chloe? Chloe Pose. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I don't know. Chloe got promoted. I went from assistant to the regional manager to assistant regional manager. Yeah. And for a whoa, woman whoa, whoa. in 2019. But no, legit, okay? These guys got engaged over the weekend. So, yeah. We only just met the first episode you heard us on the yeah. podcast right i, I mean, mean i thought at first you two weren't even dating so yeah it was like weeks before <laughs> justin's like y'all are together aren't you <laughs> it is, you, you announced it was. Uh, an engagement so quickly i was like i don't know guys i don't know if we want to turn this carpool into a permanent thing yet but 
congratulations, though. Thanks. Yay. Yay. It's been a, it's been a wild ride. Yeah, how long have you guys been together? I mean, you don't have to say, I guess. Three days? <laughs> this is their first time. Um, <laughs> since 2014. Yeah. I was 15, so almost six years. High school sweethearts? Unfortunately. Unfortunately, <laughs> sort of. Different high schools. Different high schools. Different worlds. Oh, same is same beautiful. Group. Wow. Just yeah. like high Jesus school musical. Us together. Youth group. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You know, we should Thanks, uh Jesus. Satan kept us together. JK Yeah, so that podcast the day they get married, we're gonna do a live podcast, of course. We'll just record the whole ceremony. Right, yeah, definitely. <laughs> A one movie. <laughs> what movie are we going to talk about on their wedding? <laughs> I don't know. Wedding movies. <laughs> Top ten wedding movies. Tell us This is the wedding movie. singer we're going to talk about. <laughs> Mid-ceremony, we're going to sit down and record. <laughs> it's like the unity candle, but we're just recording yeah. a podcast. Nice. So we both watched The Wedding Singer. Everyone's like, oh, they're so cute. They're one. Cool. Well, congratulations, guys. Yeah. From us as co-hosts, but also as dear friends. And we have all been excited for this. So. I'm real proud of you kids. You did it. You did it. You. You really did it. You beat the ass. The son of a bitch did it. For any listeners want to Venmo us some money to say Yeah. We, said, we have a Patreon <laughs> to support the art that they will make with their, with their marriage. Wedding Kickstarter today. Go fund us. Go fund us. Yeah. Cool. Okay, well, let's, let's, let's get into this. Huh? Yeah. What way to top off that with <laughs> the score of this uh, summer blockbuster contest? Basically, I had um, everyone who participated, which was... A, grand total of seven people um, 700 700 divided by 100 um, <laughs> that uh, so that's like 6 billion 700 divided by 100 is 7 <laughs> <laughs> cool. um, he went to Nashua. this is the math swamp um, basically everyone submitted a list of like 10 and some wild cards 10 movies that they thought w- in order would do the best would get the most money and similar to like March Madness or you know if you're into fantasy sports, I guess. Like um, yeah, you know. Um, and then, yeah, we kept an eye on it over the summer, and at the end of the summer, Box Office Mojo, which is uh, basically where... I, I got the idea for this game from a podcast. I got their idea from another podcast website called Slash Film. And we um, just butchered it. And we just butchered it, so this is like the third, like podcast third generation of it. Um, this is like my third year doing it. Um, this is our first year as a as a podcast doing it. We did had a pseudo one last year before the podcast started, and we had an episode on it, which Justin won last year. I can't remember what points he got, but Justin won last year. I made this sweet ass trophy. I spray painted it. It was cool. It's on Instagram. It's on Instagram. Check it out. Um, it's a gold, got a little gold man holding yeah. a chest stamp. It's yeah. the coolest thing I've ever seen. It's like a, it's like a uh, very fragile Stanley Cup, um, and it's gonna be passed around every year to the new winner. So Justin's gonna have to give it up maybe right. this year. Are you whistling the shiny yeah. theme? <laughs> shining <laughs> theme. Shining theme. That's great. Okay. Um, there it is. So yeah, hopefully, yeah. Uh, listeners, can you see it? Yeah, look at that, listeners. Man. This audio medium. Observe this videotape. 
carrying it's man. It was like, yeah, what did happen? Uh, so his foot just isn't there. It's a, it's so I foot. I put a, I shoved a paper clip in the stump, and then I, I basically on globbed on uh, hot glue to kind of give it a foot form, and that's it. So I like it. Yeah. I like it. So I was, but yeah. So whoever wins this year will get the 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 trophy. They get to sign their name on in the year. So right on top says twenty eighteen Justin Walton. What about the people who aren't here? People aren't here. Goes for them. If they win, they will. If we trust them, I guess. To give I them, trust, give the, give the trophy back next year. Um, that'll go to them. Um, and then also, we're gonna throw in some money towards a movie gift card for whoever wins. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah, gift card, whole four dollars. Um, yeah. So I guess as uh, we go down, you know, as we kind of talk about who did really well. Uh, I'll tell you how we scored it. So I, I had you guys submit a list of ten plus three wild cards. Basically, if you got you know the first on your list and the tenth on your list right on to the actual top ten movies I did the best this summer, you got thirteen points per. Uh, if you got one and ten spot on, thirteen points. If yeah. you got two through nine spot on, you got ten points. Mm-hmm. If you got Basically, if you were one away, if the right answer was like third and you answered the one a fourth, you got seven points. If you were two away, you got five points. And then if it was anywhere on your list, then you got three points. Mm-hmm. And then if you had a wild card that was on the list, you got one point. So based off of that, the grand total that you can possibly get is a um, uh, hundred and six points total is the most you can get. Um, nice. It's kind of rare to break 50 <laughs> out of 106. Um, but uh, like last year, I don't think... I can't remember how much you won by Justin, but um, I think you were in the 60s maybe last year. But um, let's start by talking about the top 10 movies of the summer, and we'll save who won for last. Okay. Uh, should we go down 1 to 10 or 10 to 1? Just go 1 to 10. 1 to 10? It's, it's more exciting that way. What do you guys think made the most money this summer? Should I not be looking at the list right now? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Granted, I already kind of looked at it You probably did, but, yeah. Um, geez, what is it? Because I think we all literally guessed the exact same movie. You'd think. <laughs> yeah. It was... Some people... Hunter didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, Wait, did you not? I don't oh. think I did. Okay. I think uh, I actually did. Uh, that was my personal. Uh, but Oh, no, I did. Obviously the highest grossing. Everyone movie. except for Peter. <laughs> I don't know what Peter. I can't remember what Peter did. The Kitchen starring Melissa McCarthy was the highest oh, grossing. I don't even remember my list. <laughs> go, um, the, go look through the, the do message box. you know how far box. back that is? <laughs> yeah. It's not that far. Yeah. We don't talk too much. The top of the list was Lion King. Really? Remake. Don't you say. Yeah. What are the odds of that? Didn't it make like 1.5 billion worldwide? It made some money. So, I mean, everyone wanted to go see the same movie again. Did it deserve it? it Probably not. You know, that's Zach's favorite movie of all time being remade. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But you you didn't even like it. So. I was bummed. I still haven't really found anybody who likes (laughs) likes it. You know? I'm not you found the list? I know a couple, but they were like, they would like it no matter what. 
really. I don't think anything could deter them. It's like a movie that's on the screen yeah. that entertains them for two hours. I just, yeah, I don't they know. They could be sock puppets and they'd be like, who's the best? We did talk about it already in a different podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, we pretty much slammed the whole movie. <laughs> but it was fantastic just how terrible it was. Mm-hmm. Nothing about it was... Yeah, yeah, I just, I don't, I have no wish to ever see that movie again. Yeah. And... Except for the original. Yeah, yeah, I mean... Makes you want to see the original. And it's the same movie. Like, there's nothing different. They, yeah. This is the remake that I think has tried the least amount. Mm-hmm. So, I didn't think that was something yeah. to strive for. You guys, number two on the list? I assumed it was going to be... Uh, I had an assumption, but I guess it was Toy Story 4, I'm guessing. It was. It was that. That was number two. I had Far From Home. You had Far From same. Home? That's what I put I can't um, remember my list. I'm not looking at it. Was it? Yeah. You know, it made Toy Story 4, I guess, just kind of ended up working a lot more for audiences than I even expected it to. I think it's even made more money than the third movie now, which I didn't think there'd even be a point in making a movie after the third one. But I really mm-hmm. like Toy Story 4, and right now it's my it's my favorite movie this I still year. still haven't mm-hmm. seen it. It's, it's I haven't. You're I'm one not of going to. Why not? I don't like well, here we gotta. That's part of the reason why I haven't seen it. Oof, we'll see. You can go without me. There's a lot to go into this later, at a <laughs> later time. I, I like it looking. I don't know. I have issues with it. I guess. Uh, did we do an episode on it? We didn't. Okay. But um, I heard you talking about it, and I remember you saying you didn't think it was amazing. Well, at first, my my biggest issue, I guess, is still the same. Is like. It had such a big focus on Woody. Like, to me, Toy Story is always Woody and Buzz mm-hmm. were, like, the focal point. I like how they bring in Bo Peep a bunch, but I'm bummed out that, like, Buzz is such a back figure. Because, like, I don't know. He seems like he's he's an equal partner to Woody. It was originally a buddy comedy movie. Yeah. From when it was originally made. And since then, it's, it seems like they've delved more and more away from that and kind of talk about the characters and separate storylines mm-hmm. but this one yeah you're right it definitely seemed way more woody centric and because even the second one was very woody and buzz the third one was a little bit less buzz and this one was like four scenes maybe that had buzz yeah, in it he was just like so and his issue he was having in the movie was i guess his uh finding out what his purpose was i guess yeah acceptance to... of like the next stage in life type of thing yeah so but anyway yeah, yeah I don't know I can get some people not liking it too much but I like I said the fact that I didn't think anybody would be too interested in a fourth movie given that it had like no hype behind it from what I could tell mm-hmm. it seemed like people had much more hyped the last couple sequels they had done like Incredibles 2 and Finding Dory yeah this one that's huge like, getting talked about it all and suddenly it made a bunch of money so mm-hmm. Pixar can lose I guess um this is a good break because of my list uh, I should have actually had this at the beginning of the show. What was your guys' strategies for making your lists? Blind guesses. I just went to Blind IMDb guess. and kind of looked at what was, like, each weekend mm-hmm. and just kind of determined what would maybe do the best. That's good. I should have done that. But more. I don't know if that really worked out or not. I look at how well the sequels previously released did domestically, mm-hmm. and then I kind of base it on what movies are surrounding it and the time of year they're coming out and Mm -hmm. if they have competition and if the movie really has 
a relevant fan base mm-hmm. and how relevant. And also, I don't know, I kind of base it on just do I think this movie will be seen by more people than this one? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I do like that. Of course, we'll get later in the list, and I was completely thrown off by the relevant, the relevancy of one series, but we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I based mine first off of trailer views. I thought that'd be a fun, unique way. And then after trailer views, I went and looked at weekend to weekend and then eliminated what would be dominated, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, because of that strategy, I did horribly on <laughs> guest number three where I picked Detective Pikachu as my I number three. I also picked Detective Pikachu. Oh, did you? Yeah. Sorry, my I, man. We were same. bad. Wait, we all did a three? It was, my, my, <laughs> it was number four for me, so mm-hmm. I put it up there too. Um, I think the thing that threw me off the most because if I it is on the top ten. Yep. It's number it's, eight. It's number eight. I think the thing we were kind of thrown off by was maybe the popularity of a Pokemon movie well, in America. Well, just the, well, here's the thing: like behind Mickey Mouse, Pikachu's the most popular like mascot in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus. Just kidding. <laughs> She's more popular. Up top. So I figured definitely worldwide Detective Pikachu would do well. So I, I put it higher. Well, trailer views, it had like the most well, yeah, viewed trailer was, yeah. over these ones. And at I only least. ever heard like good things when like, oh, I'm going to go see this because mm-hmm. live action Pokemon never been done before. Yeah. And I guess the live action part looked pretty good. I didn't see it, but I liked the story it. I didn't, sucked oh, Yeah, me. the story wasn't great. The story was weak. I guess it was just more a matter of how every other movie ended up doing. Yeah. Because every other movie, I think, was just Bigger more entertaining. Base. Yeah, more entertaining for us. Cinematic fan base, we'll say. It was more rewatchable. Mm-hmm. Where Detective Pikachu, I mean, I think after watching it once, you're like, yeah, this ain't going to have the rewatchability mm-hmm. factor. To, to me, it doesn't seem like it will. The so mystery yeah, part of it doesn't stand up. It got really weird by the ending, too. Where I was like, this doesn't even feel like a... Yeah. Like a Third act, big studio movie. It feels like a weird, just a weird, really bad, mm. badly written. It was definitely like if it was like animated and was like a Pokemon movie, like Pokemon two thousand or Pokemon three or whatever. It seems like that kind of story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it seems like an Ash Ketchum kind of movie. Yeah, but it doesn't translate well to live action theatrical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, but it didn't do bad, but it was just like, I guess. Yeah, it made top 10, beat out Men in Black, you know? I mean, which well, maybe is easy. I mean, can we, can we just, I guess we'll talk about that quick. Yeah. Did anybody else know that? Did everybody pretty much know Most that? everyone had it on their okay, list. Number nine. Mine was eight. Mine yeah, was I eight also. I had that eight too. And my only thinking was the third one did well, and they got two. It's basically Thor Ragnarok 2 with the yeah. actors they picked. I was like, based on that and the fact that it's a comedy, and the trailers didn't look awful. So I was like, I could see this working. Like it's I just, I just didn't see like a demand for a Men in Black movie. <laughs> I didn't either, but it was just the fact that there was enough of a fan base behind it that I thought, not even that, like, it, it's just relevant enough, I thought, where people know what it is. And yeah. that, you know, it was coming out, and I thought, you know, I put it on the same kind of line of where, like, Godzilla was, where it's like, Godzilla doesn't have a huge fan base, but there is an existing fan base. Mm-hmm. I think what hurt Men in Black, because I think it would have been number eight if the movie had actually been good. This was a case where 
the reviews really ended up hurting it. It was an awful movie. There was nothing to talk about. After mm-hmm. the, there's no, I could see the word of mouth on this being real bad because there's nothing to talk about after. Mm-hmm. And it is a bit of a more irrelevant project. So even though it probably does have a fan base behind it, you're really going to have to get people talking about this mm-hmm. and liking it and enjoying it and getting good reviews in order for people to see it. Mm-hmm. Because... I mean, they had big-name actors. Yeah, well, the original did good because we didn't have, like, an alien-focused buddy cop movie. And now we've had three good ones. And then introducing this one even late in the game is not old-school enough for us to like it. It's not like Jumanji, you know? But also, Jumanji is a better movie. (laughs) Right. So, And, I mean, that's what I kind of thought. I was like, Jumanji didn't have this huge fan base before that sequel came out. And it helped that... It was just a good movie. Like, the sequel was a good movie. And like well, now it has another sequel coming out. Right. I feel like a sequel to the done, sequel, I guess, more. It could have done better if it had, like, a hook. Like, if Will Smith showed up. Showed up. Right. And, like, they showed that in the trailer that yeah. he was in it. I think that would have got more people in the theater for it. It probably would have been better if they didn't completely sideline uh, F. Gary Gray and completely re-edit his movie after he had finished it. And they... If you read about the production of that movie, I, I'm sure we'll even hear more in the future. But oh, the new man, they yeah, F. Gary Green like just directed it, and I mean he directed Fast and Furious, the Fate of the Fu- the Fate of the Furious. Yeah, he did the eighth one, and he did Straight Outta Compton. Like this guy can make blockbusters, and if you read the production of that movie, they screwed him. Like they were not being cool with him. They didn't like what he was doing, and pretty much took control of his movie and when you watch it you're like yeah this is definitely a studio mandate just get it under 90 minutes get it to be hmm. just quick enough and simple enough and throw in enough one is it under 90 minutes no 190 i mean like i feel like it's a short movie mm-hmm. i feel like they're just like get it done in 90 minutes and f gary gray from what it sounds like it's pretty much it's not his movie like hmm. he just was completely the whole production was taken over by other people and so it's super, but I mean, that's what happens. You get a director who probably does know what they're doing, who's going to bring a vision to it. Mm-hmm. You don't let them do it. It's like, well, that's what's going to happen. I just remember feeling when I watched the trailer, like, it just feels like a mass-produced studio film. Mm. Like, it doesn't even, it doesn't capture, like, what the first Men in Black, like, if you watch the first Men in Black trailer, mm-hmm. it, it's not, it doesn't feel like that at all. We need a Tarantino Men in Black. Actually, though, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Star Trek meets Pulp Fiction. Hell yeah, <laughs> I still think their uh, Men in Black slash Twenty One Jump Street idea is the best thing yeah. they've come yeah, up. That would have been yep. great. I think that would have actually worked if they brought the original, like Jonah Hill. Who's and they? Tatum, and the studio? Yeah, because well, Sony. That was one of the ideas that got leaked in the emails hmm. from way back in like twenty fourteen. And that was one of their ideas is they wanted to do that with Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill, and. They were really pushing to bring back Tommy Lee Jones, and they want they were talking about bringing back Will Smith, and I'm like, it would have cost a lot. Will Smith and Ice Cube, like (laughs) we have like Jaden Smith, and he's like in school next. He's like friends with Shang Tatum and Jonah Hill, like or he's in college with them or something. (laughs) But it'd be like a flashback scene to where like he's like at a party or something, and then I don't know, you could do all kinds of stuff. I just think there was probably more silly ideas to come out of that that would work. Right. Well, like, yeah, Ice Cube. Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum playing with, like, the Mind Eraser thing. Well, like, their whole, like, <laughs> precinct or whatever, like, the Ice Cube's, like, office, you know, they make the Ice Cube joke. Yeah, it's a giant Ice Cube. But, like, like even, like, life. that whole scene reminds me of the Men in Black lair or whatever, because they have, like, the giant 
glass office of the head person in the middle too. Like I don't know. I got vibes when I watched it. Twenty on Twenty Two Jump Street. Twenty Two Jump Street was just so meta. <laughs> I think I think <laughs> Men in Black would have benefited from a meta mm-hmm. twist, but you know. We should move on, y'all. Right. I, I, number three on the list isn't even Pikachu; it's Spider Man Two. Which uh, makes sense. I mean, I think a lot of people threw away oh, yeah, up there. Number three now? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, that was my that was the Pikachu for me. Yeah, mine was number three also. The real one is so, Spider Man Far From Home. Oh, okay. I put. I mean, I put Toy Story Four there, but I, all these kind of clumped up there because it was like, well, these are all gonna make. I just don't know what will make more. I just figure Spider-Man, besides the fact that Lion King, every person on the planet wants to go see it, uh, yeah. I figured Spider-Man would do the best because they've always done well. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it got number three instead, and Toy Story 4 just slightly did better. So mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know what the ingredients were there. I don't know what was done differently or why the timing like that worked out the way it did. But mm-hmm. So that's three Disney films in a row? Yeah, I mean, I mean, Spider Man. Here's the four. thing: Aladdin's number four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because and I put Aladdin at five, I so that four. Right. Nice. Yeah. I most of people actually did put it at four. That movie made more than. Uh, what was the movie that was like below it? Was it Detective Pikachu? Number five, or four? Because I well no because my four was Detective Pikachu, but I I just figured Aladdin made even more money than I thought it would ever. Mm-hmm. That one did make like. That, that movie's actually good. I even should have been above. Like, I still haven't seen Aladdin. Oh, I haven't seen the first one. <laughs> I, I actually watched the original before I watched this one. It's on Blu-ray now. I actually rewatched it, and I was like, I, I still really enjoy it. Like, it's got issues, and it's definitely like, it's the similar issues you find in all these remakes. But this one's like the best one of all of them because I'm like, Will really? Will Smith's the only, good. The only thing I hate is that song that they added. Yeah, the song just kind of felt like it didn't fit in in the style wise and story wise but even that scene I don't mind that well, scene I just hate that well I don't like the song but I also hate like how it's every every song in Aladdin like takes place like continuously throughout the movie whereas her song it's like it kind of a weird it, dream it, sequence it literally stops the movie stops. Yeah, which I'm like that is kind of weird also, yeah, the movie reminded me that, you know, Guy Ritchie's a good director. Like, oh, yeah. it was kind of nice favorites. to be reminded of that after being, yeah. after a couple, really good. a couple of years he's been doing some stinkers, so mm-hmm. it was kind of nice to be like, oh, you know what, he is a really good director. So, it's worth seeing, I think. We should do, like, a top five or top ten favorite directors episode. I mean, Guy Ritchie would not be up there, but you're right. <laughs> he is close to my top ten. Oh, really? I really, well, mainly just because of the Sherlock Holmes movies. Mm-hmm. But all the other ones I've been trying to catch up on, I really like. But anyway, so, number four is Aladdin. Four is Aladdin. Talked about that one. We didn't talk really about Spider-Man: Far From Home, other than it did we, decent. We did an We're all Marvel people. We did an episode yeah. on it. I'm ticked. Spider-Man's not in the MCU anymore. Yeah, is that official? Yeah. I mean, or what it's the hell? Official for a long time. There's not. Here's the thing. It's Two never. Weeks. It's never official one way or the other because yeah. that deal is so loose. Well, it's like going to be another like three years before we get another movie anyway. I, I still think there's time to fix it. I think they can fix it easily, but mm-hmm. they just are holding off on it now. Yeah. I think I think it'll come back, though. I, okay. I honestly think that they already have it decided, and they just don't have a public. They just want to hold off because they want it to seem like, oh, we, a don't, lot of these we deals, don't react to Twitter, we promise. No, a lot <laughs> of these deals happen before anyone finds out. That's yeah. true. I Yeah, it probably... I, I, I doubt I bet Kevin Feige ha- knows something I'm sure it's mostly everybody who works at each studio wants it fixed mm-hmm. and 
I'm sure it's very, very few, very higher up, powerful people who are messing it up for I've, everyone else. I've also seen theories that it's like all staged in like just to get so you to like the ready. cliffhanger at the end, like. Spider-Man it, it, it allows coming him to home. like go into like the Spider Verse, and then he'll come back, like when, when like the Marvel story needs him. You're saying to have like an excuse to bring it all together. Yeah. I think this must be like a second <laughs> coming home because like I got the vibe from Spider-Man Homecoming is like he's coming back to like Marvel Studios. No, yeah, that, I, but this is like Mar- Spider-Man Homecoming coming home. <laughs> like, well, is his third or whatever. I don't it was a Spider-Man was a theory. resurrection. I believe that theory too because they're not having another the Black second Bill. coming. Black Widow comes out next May, right? So they won't have a movie out for quite a while. Still, so I would yeah. almost believe that. Like, oh, we need some news. We need some hype for something. I don't Black know, Widow's so, in May. Yeah, that's what I mean. So this is from from okay. Spider-Man: Far From Home in July all the way to Black Widow in May. This is the longest gap we've had. Yeah, there's not even TV shows or anything coming for out yet. MCU anything. Uh, in years since uh, Iron Man and between Incredible Hulk and Iron Man 2 this is the longest gap since then like Jeez. we're going almost an entire year without some MCU movie yeah and, and then they'll crank out I wouldn't that. be surprised that they are holding off on the Spider-Man and that re-announcement that he's back for like I don't know early 2020 so then they have something to talk about and mm-hmm. then Black Widow comes out and then well you know oh guess who's in that movie too uh, hmm. I heard the cast announcer but I don't want to spoil for Hunter never mind no I, I, I've seen posters do you know what they're talking about oh the, the, the. I, I, that's what I was talking about well, I can't remember his name but like that, Red hey, by Guardian. the way, that movie is taking care of Red Guardian. You, 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 you don't know what I'm talking about then. What? But Red Guardian? No, no if you not. don't know his name, you don't know what we're talking but about. Oh, this, I can't remember his exact name. It's, it's like, Hopper. Not him. What's his nuts? That's not where you're from. Really? Okay, you're just, yeah. Just, keep it from me. Movie, don't, don't worry about it. Hey, but, like, That's that much movie does take place after Civil War. I read it up. Yeah, it does. Really? Yeah, it's not in the 90s. I heard, okay. I mean, that's fine. I just wanted I wanted a sweet ass prequel. It's going to show Budapest back. That oh, where she's yeah. like still a Russian spy, and then it's gonna like go back to present day, which is Civil War time. I mean, they should say the first sequel anyway. It's just you know, I mean, she's dead, so they could just keep going more and more back and just keep is she CG dead, her. Is she? Can we just this time around just kill people for good? I mean, oh yeah, she didn't get a funeral, so. I mean, other than the, that, that little send-off, I like. It's probably a Robert Downey Jr.'s contract that he needed to uh, actually have a funeral. <laughs> I want a funeral soon. Um, yeah, but we can talk about... Uh, I, I, I don't know. I think they'll fix Spider-Man by then. There's plenty of time, too. But I want uh, live-action into the Spider-Verse with Tony Maguire. So apparently the new deal is that they, they like negotiated their deal where they were like, Disney could have 20% of the earnings for the third Spider-Man movie, but Venom gets to be a part of the I MCU. That. That's not real. I that's not even, a real deal. I, I would accept that, though. That, I, no, I, would, I would accept it, but that's not a real deal. All you gotta do then is have Tom Hardy in it. Someone like, made that up. I would be into that idea. Venom sucks, but... I wouldn't care. Like, I wouldn't like care. Whatever. Because I trust it now, because I know... Whoever's did the same director direct Homecoming and Far From Home? Same guy do both movies. Yeah. yeah. If he's directing that, then well, yeah, I wholeheartedly I trust. Who directed? I mean, I'm saying if he directed a Spider-Man movie with Venom in it, yeah. I would trust it. Do you know who's doing Venom too? No. Andy Serkis. Yeah. He's directing it. Really? Yeah. All right. Okay, I'm kind of in now. <laughs> You're in? 
Yeah, to Venom too. I think the other movie. I really like. Like he did Mowgli, which I'll be. I'm a Tom Hardy fan for life. I could see. I'm an Andy Serkis. Fan into the afterlife. Woody Harrelson is coming back too. Is Andy Serkis directed anything? He's did Mowgli. Mowgli. It's on Netflix. It was originally in theaters. Oh yeah, was that weird Mowgli one? It was the ugly one. Yeah, it wasn't great. But I don't think that means Andy Serkis is a no, director. No, I'd be into it anyway. I think that's just kind of... It'd be funny. interesting. It'd be like, I wonder what'll happen. Yeah, I, I think uh, it'll be better than the first one, yeah. easily. But we can continue. Yeah, so. uh, five, halfway finally through the list. <laughs> John Wick 3. I didn't even put this on my list. I had, I had the most fun catching up to this movie. John Wick 3 is the actual... Yeah, that's number five. That's John Wick 3. I had Toy Story 4. I had a, I mean, I, Aladdin there, but I didn't even put John Wick on the list. I had Aladdin there, guys. I guess I thought it would make money, but I guess I just didn't think it would do as well as all these other movies. I didn't think it would be a Hobbs and Shaw. I completely underestimated this movie. Yeah. And, like, the fan base behind it, but also... I forgot how the wild cards work. Wild cards are, like... So they're outside of it. If your wild card gets in the top ten list, then you get one point okay. for them. I mean, do you guys remember when this movie came But no out? penalty, essentially. I remember going to see it with you guys. Well, do you remember, though, like, there was, like, nothing else out, even? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that... It was pretty early in the summer. It benefited probably from that, and the fact that it was during... Yeah, it was a major release. But, like, it probably benefited from having not really any movies surrounding it, and the fact that probably people who just wanted to see an action movie were like, what's this? Let's go see it. Yeah. And it was a good time. That's a lot of John Wick fans. Was that before or after Godzilla? It was after, right? Before. That was, like, the first movie this summer. Mm -hmm. So that was the the next movie we saw after Endgame. Was John Wick three? Yeah, probably around there. We went because we did a, we did an episode on all the John Wick movies, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was surprisingly <laughs> fun. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's crazy. It was um, a series. Hobbs and Shaw. Is that number six? Yeah. Wow, I got. Yeah, hey, I, I got that. I got that. A lot of you guys did. Um, I've seen like a handful of the Fast and Furious movies, so I didn't even bother seeing it. Fast Five. You need to see the rest of them. I will because. You talk it up so much. It's I a will. good time. The I think one especially. I think I had like a pretentious bone. I still do, and that's why I haven't seen it. And so I apologize to people who have, love it. I only have I seen want... it because of the sexual tension between Vin Diesel and uh, <laughs> what's his name, <laughs> The Rock, Paul Walker. Yeah. Okay, you know what? This is all I'll say is Make that I fair. never, I didn't watch it for years because I thought it was all just about race cars and early two thousands uh, dress up and. Uh, women and I thought that's just really, all. You thought it was about drag women? No, I don't. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying ladies in general like filming their butts and stuff. Oh, which okay. every is. single movie has at least one butt shot. I, when Hobbs and Shaw came, Hobbs I, butt, Shaw's butt. The butt was on the screen, and I started clapping like, "There's the butt shot." But like, that's what I mean. That's what I kind of thought the whole series butt. was. But yeah. then I, I don't know. I got more into the movies though. The first one I still think is actually a real good. The first um, one? Detective movie. Not like he's doing a mystery. Like, the mystery's not even a mystery, but the fact that he's, like, a policeman undercover. Mm-hmm. And Paul Walker, I think, is actually a good actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I enjoy that first movie. I'm sure the first one's good. Usually it is really good. Yeah. It just becomes... It's very up the It becomes time. a monster after. The rest of the movies pretty much are not that great until you get to the fifth one. Mm-hmm. And the fifth one is probably the best of all of them, because it's like a heist movie. And it's just crazy. And I did. That's one where they're in Rio, right? Yeah. And they like kidnap. I did see that one. That one's a good one. And that's the first one with the Rock, right? Yeah, 
That's the one that that's the only one I've seen. And then the sixth one is no. There's a bunch more with the rock in it. No, that's the first one. First one with the rock. The yeah. sixth one gets a little crazier because that's actually like a save the world plot. And then the seventh one's even crazier. And then the eighth one is just like insane. Like everything at that point it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> they saved the world now. They're gonna blow up the world. <laughs> it's pretty much like that. And then Hobbs and Shaw is just kind of a smaller version of it. Like that's what I even said in my review. Like it's fine, but it's literally. It's less of everything because you're not getting Vin Diesel, you're not getting Ludacris, you're not getting uh, so, Ty- Tyrese. You're, you're you're kind of losing out on a lot of things. Okay, here. so now before Hobbs and Shaw, was it crazy like Idris Elba being like an enhanced human? Did they have that kind of stuff in like Fast Eight? No, like, like they didn't, and that's what I mean. Like it's it's not like before. I thought it was like not supposed to like it. It was crazy, but it's like plausible but now he there's like enhanced humans and stuff it was a bit ridiculous but it's like with this series you, you kind of accept it because you're like whatever it's just a good time and they just want to do more ideas like everybody has been predicting for years that they'll be headed to space eventually I, <laughs> I hope so and honestly like it's a series that it's not really a series that you want to see plausibility what you want to see is let's put these characters who i think are a lot of fun and they're funny and just put them in different scenarios. Fast and Furious, the next generation. And like, <laughs> Dude, I've, I've, had, I've, had, I've had the title for the ninth one for years. floating in cars be, space. It's going to be Fast. Patrick Stewart's already there. <laughs> it's going to be Fast 9 from Outer Space. That is what the title's going to be. Fast 9 from Outer Space. Yes. And then they have a remix right. of Space Jam. Come on and jam. That's wow. Like, yeah. And then Vin Diesel is face-to-face with Riddick. Both played by Vin Diesel. And they're shooting Fast and Furious 9 and 10 back to back, so I think the 10th one should just be called it's gonna be The Final Furious. It's going to be bigger than Endgame. The most furious. The furiouser and the fastest. <laughs> too furious. Way too fast. How about they just do it simple and they're like furious and fast? <laughs> Slowing it down, taking a chill pill. <laughs> Slow and steady. <laughs> Guys, one title. Neutral. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Hobbs and Shaw was just it just it's not as crazy as the other movies, given even that plot. Like you'd think it'd be crazier. And also really weird cameos in it. Where you almost think are they just Wasn't there like a um Ryan Reynolds one? Ryan Reynolds was just in the movie. As Ryan Reynolds. That's right. It's it pretty As much a Pikachu. He doesn't say he's Ryan Reynolds, but he is pretty much Ryan Reynolds. Huh. Well, okay, name a movie where Ryan Reynolds isn't Ryan Reynolds. Um, uh, life. He's not. Life, he's yeah. not Ryan Reynolds. Very life. different than that. He's uh, just got some humor. Okay, there. I got one. Okay, uh, but, you know. okay. what a shitty movie. Kevin yeah. Hart is in Hobbs and Shaw. Okay, and he just shows up on a plane. And also, course, Kevin Hart. Or? And all, what you have to remember about this series is if any <laughs> single side character shows up in the movie and does any version of a hi, a hey, a clap, or a he- like a handshake, that character will show up later in the movie to help the team in some way, as Kevin Hart does. Is Kevin what? show up as like an islander to help in the war? <laughs> like, he's he's on this plane and he's just like. He is the guy who's like the the security agent for the airplane, mm-hmm. and he's like turning around, telling uh, Hobbs and Shaw, like keep it down, whatever. And they're like, "Are you the uh, what is that called? Uh, the air marshal?" And they're like all having a conversation in the middle of the night on this airplane, and it's just Kevin Hart being himself. And I'm like, "This is so weird. Like, what? 
I guess they just had the budget. Oh, Vin Diesel's not in the movie, so let's get these other actors to pay them to do it. Hannibal Barris. It was so weird. It was. It, it really takes you out of the movie because I'm like, what am I even watching at this point? Yeah. I want to see like weird actors show up and help them, like Steve Buscemi, Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> Hi. What's the deal with this airplane? <laughs> Kramer. Yeah, hey, Jerry. Hobbs and Shaw and Kramer. Hey, Kramer. <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw is just the ending of it is basically Return of the Jedi. It's basically these guys with uh, not guns or anything. It's basically old wooden. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen the trailer. Yeah, that's times. what the ending is. It's just them taking down all these people with guns. And by the way, they're, they're guns that you, like, I think you can't shoot them yourself. Like, if you try shooting them yourself, it doesn't end up killing people. I forgot what the whole setup was, but it's weird. That sounds... It is weird. Sounds like, like, can we do this island thing? Yeah, against guns? Hmm. How could we make these guns lame enough to fight with wooden weapons? I'm trying to remember it's like, what the whole deal was. It's like Dudley Do-Right. Like, like, you can only shoot a... <laughs> Like you can they, only shoot the guns if can, someone else has a gun. They can kill you, but if you pick up their gun, it doesn't shoot properly. I know. Uh, it was something like that. I don't remember entirely, but it so was you, like so you can't shoot their gun because it's their gun, right? Like you can't you can't unlock my phone. It's like biometrically. What movie was that? Adopted. They could like read the DNA for shooting the gun. That it's was, probably like a Mission Impossible it's, movie. It's or, very. I've, I've seen it. In some yeah, sci-fi it's been movie, in video like games that. and stuff. If I'm remembering this movie correctly, I mean, God, it was just. So oh, it's a. It's Double Seven. It's a James Bond movie. I want to say it was Skyfall. Maybe. Oh yeah, they they did do it. In that. Yeah, I think at least that was the last James Bond I saw. Was but I remember it was a. It was like a. It was a goofier sci-fi. So I guess yeah. a couple movies had done it. We can move on. By the yeah. way, number seven. Hobbs number seven crazy. is the. Secret Life of Pets. That was my number seven, too. Mm-hmm. A lot of people got that one right on. I didn't see it. I did. Any good? I didn't like the first one, so. The first one, if you see the trailer, you've seen the movie pretty much. Yeah. Like, it's that kind of jokes from it all. And it ripped off Toy Story. Well, but, and, like, what was... The, what was the, there was a movie like Madagascar, but a group of animals that were like from the zoo. No, oh. it was animated. The group of animals that got out of the zoo and they were like hanging around New York. There was Isn't a koala. That just zoo? No. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. There's a koala. And the, wild. the wild. The wild, yeah. yeah. Wild. Basically, that was, that was like the same movie as The Wild. It's like yeah. they're trying to find one of their pets or friends or whatever. You know what? This movie was. Uh, also had Kevin Hart in it. Did it? So you go for pets, not wild. Oh. Basically, like, it's. It, it does, does exactly, exactly what, like, Despicable Me 3 did, which is. Instead of really being a sequel, it's more that it takes, like, a bunch of characters and just has them go on their own little storyline. Mm-hmm. It's, like, three running storylines that I don't remember much about. I just remember, like, Tiffany Haddish Dog showed up at one point that Kevin Hart Bunny became, like, a superhero, and he thought he was a real superhero, that they meet up with a dog. split. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, they meet up with a dog who's played by Harrison Ford. The, the most interesting. In he is in the movie, and he's the best part of it all. Probably. Is he like a hound. Yeah, of course. Like he's like trying to train Max the dog to be like a, a true, brave dog, I guess. Oh, and that's yeah. the story. And you know, Louis C.K. is not in it this time, so they recast him. You know, someone who doesn't whip their dick out, uh, Patton Oswalt. 
it was just it was uh it was boring but mm-hmm. it was fine for harrison ford uh you know the most interesting part of that movie was just the theatrical experience because i went on a fr- uh tuesday where it was five dollars so everybody was bringing their kids it was packed there was this family next to me it was a dad a mom they had like a little baby and they had uh two kids who were like sharing a seat this one's terrible yeah well they were right next to me and i was like oh this is gonna be fun sharing a seat like the two little kids I mean kids can get them for free at a certain age and I think they were like really young and I was like oh this is going to be a good time this is going to be fun and I wasn't going to care because I'm like I'm the one who chose to come here on a Tuesday like I get it but amazingly the kids started acting up Uh, they were like kind of fighting not paying attention to the movie and the dad said he's like well we tried this it didn't work out so we're going home and he actually took the kids out and I was like you know, you didn't have to do that because I'm like, I get it, it's Tuesday. Like, everybody, like, the whole theater was kids and they were being crazy. And I'm like, I've accepted this because I just wanted to see the movie were cheap. But no, he actually did, like, a pretty cool thing. He actually took him out and he went home with him and he didn't come back. Like, the other daughter who was being nice and the mom just stayed and watched the movie. Yeah. So I was like, it's a cool parent. That's the, probably the way to do it. If your kid's acting up during the movie, take him out. Yeah. I mean,. I say there's a free pass if it is a kids movie and it's on like a cheap day. Like yeah. you should know what you're getting yourself into yep. with mixing those two. But yep. it was cool. Um, Me and Sydney saw Toy Story four on a Tuesday. How was it? <laughs> it was actually really fun. Like I normally hate it, but we sat next to like the cutest like kid and his grandma I think ever, mm-hmm. and he commented on the whole movie. But it was like it was so cute. I loved it. It was awesome. So it was worth it. Everyone else was horrible in the theater, but <laughs> it was fun. We had like the top far right seats in like the theater, and but yeah, uh, Pokemon. I already talked about that one. That was number eight. Mm-hmm. Number nine, a Quinn Tarantino movie made the top ten blockbuster list. Well, upon time, it, it was my number ten. Mm-hmm. But I just—I just figured every other movie would probably make more money, and it just so happened that this one made just a little yeah, more money. This isn't huge. I had it as a wild card. No, it's not me. We're but we're at number nine, so oh, I was one off. Oh, that once upon a time is number nine. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Like I—I I wasn't surprised because his last couple of movies, minus Hateful Eight, had been making quite a bit of money worldwide, and I was like this. People are going to want an original movie, and it's about Hollywood. Mm -hmm. I think if the storyline were more similar to something like Django Unchained Mm -hmm. or Inglorious Bastards, it probably would have been his highest grossing movie. Mm -hmm. Um, But given that it is kind of slower and longer, Mm -hmm. still did good money, but I'm like, that it's not going to be your highest grossing movie, which goes to Django right now, worldwide anyway. Yeah. Um, but good movie. Yeah, I liked it. It's good. Seems like my number four or five Tarantino. I haven't thought about it really since I saw it. I'm definitely ready to rewatch it. Me too. Mm-hmm. But it's not it's not a Tarantino movie that I feel like I hate to say it because I feel like no one else is, but I feel in a slight way that he is starting to slow down. Mm-hmm. But that's just because I didn't like Hateful Eight as much. But some people love Hateful Eight, and some people think Once Upon a Time is his best movie. So I like it better than Jackie Brown. Well, we've already discussed <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. I was gonna say. I read an article. I, I I think it was from the Washington Post. I'm not positive. It was an article on the top 100 movies of the 21st century. 
and this is on there. Really? Already? So it's the it's the only Tarantino movie on there too. Really? It, what? Yeah, I know. Twenty first century. There was a lot of movies on there that I'm like, this is not belong in this list. I think it was the the Washington Post. It well, was it was a a no newspaper. Longer, I will no longer be reading the Washington Post. It I was bad. It. Like I mean, there was a couple <laughs> that was like maybe, but not only was it on the list, it was like in the top twenty. It's like strict. <laughs> and that's the 21st century. Not a single Shrek so movie was on the you're list. You're missing the Kill Bills. So you're missing the Glorious Bastards. You're mm-hmm. missing Django. And you're yeah. missing... Yep. I mean, hey, Flay, you're missing a bunch of movies yep. of his. And you think Once Upon a Time is better than all There was a couple movies, like Requiem for a Dream was on there. That There's only like a handful that I'm like, I've seen that. A Serious Man was on there. Yeah, but like, it's like and that movie's fine, but it's like good. But top no, one hundred, nobody remembers of the twenty. Exactly, no I didn't know about it about until it. I was like watching it. it. It's a Coen Brothers movie. It only got no one really a knows best about. picture nomination by default because they added the ten. Like they added ten for that year instead of five. So like, mm-hmm. God, I gotta read that list. Now. That's ridiculous. It's weird. That's I'll, weird. I'll find the the link and and send it. I mean, it's I could be wrong, but I, I remember being like once upon a time oh, that came out like a month ago. That's, that's interesting because at least I feel like they'll have different picks from what you normally see yeah. but I mean it's such kind of second tier like the next 100 I would almost say yeah. not the top maybe even there's still so many other movies um last on the list Godzilla and that was number 9 for number, me. I had it at I didn't even have it oh I had it number, number 7 eight. So. If everyone just followed the simple trajectory of the fact that Godzilla movies never really make that much money in North, yeah. North America, well, and most people, it might be because I thought it might be. I think the next one coming out in twenty twenty will do quite a bit better because of King Kong. Yeah, because of King Kong, it's a versus movie. Because that idea is something people have been really wanting to see. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's Godzilla I feel like versus Kong. I feel like DOJ. I feel like it has more hype around it. Mm-hmm. I feel like people have been talking about that one way longer than this. Godzilla yeah. Talking about it before Kong Skull Island even came out. Right. It, it seems like, like this is what they were originally were planning for. And they've been talking about a new one since Peter Jackson King Kong. Yeah. And yeah, I'm. I think it'll make more money, especially given I think it's coming out. At a different time of the year, not me. I think he just came. This movie came out at a busy time, uh, but I still don't think it would have done much better. We did a Godzilla episode, didn't we? Mm-hmm. We talked about all the recent MonsterVerse movies. And yeah. Speaking of MonsterVerse so. movies, aren't they doing? Uh, they're still doing Universal movies. Oh, I know. They are doing the Invisible Man. They are filming it. Wow. As we speak, we're moving on. I haven't looked. I didn't look up like anything about it. I just saw Universal, Blumhouse, Invisible Man, and I just went, thank God. Yeah. They just, I mean, even keep the mummy in it. I don't care. Make it part of the universe. Because I'm like, the universe set up for that movie wasn't bad, just the movie was. Do you think Johnny Depp would be a good Invisible Man? I think he would have, but no, people don't like him, and I don't care too much if he's gone, like, whatever. Like, it's not a big deal to me. I think he would have done a pretty fantastic job, though. Yeah. He's just had so many roles now that are, like, that are kind of... I don't know. It, it, it gets to a point where I'm like, I guess you're being different, but... Alright, so what did we do number 10? Mm-hmm. That was it. I guess my wild cards were Dark Phoenix, John Wick 3, and Yesterday. Mm. My wild cards were Dark Phoenix, Dora the Explorer, and 
New Mutants. And I think when I what? And when, when I when I picked that movie, awesome. didn't you even tell me you're like I still don't think that'll get released. Yeah, I said I'm like that won't get released. And it, and I like, meant like it won't get released ever, but it just got pushed back. It's, it's gonna, gonna get pushed back, back again, like that. Like someone they because there was like an announcement recently after it was pushed back yeah. that they're like doing extensive they're doing extensive re-edit. edits. Yeah. People apparently they like watched it and they're just not happy with it. And someone like retweeted it and they're like, this movie. He's never coming out, is it? I want to see this movie so bad. I want to see this just movie because of how bad. Because it's of be. just like I have no idea what it's gonna be like now. Yeah. It's gonna be. There's just... gonna be so many edits to it. It's how many? How many I don't think it's gonna, gonna be edited. wacky, but I think it's gonna be like so like it's gonna be like the room like do you think weird. Do more reshoots. Well, that's for you. <laughs> Wasn't it originally going to come out in 2018 and they had trailers for 2018? Uh, they had a trailer. I think it was late 2018. And then they already have like a trailer by like late 2017. I think it was earlier than that. I thought 2016. I thought there was a trailer. It, it got pushed back like three times. I can look, but the point is, when they, all I know is that whenever they announced reshoots, it was quite a bit after the movie had already been filmed. It was yeah. supposed to be and out before Dark Phoenix. I, re- I remember seeing the first trailer for it. Like it felt like so long ago that I saw the trailer for. It. I, I remember the trailer. I think it was. I think it was early 2018. Then it was late 2018. Then yeah. it was early 2019. And if you remember Kate, before Dark Phoenix, Kate Mara's uh, blonde wig in Fantastic Four. I'll just tell you. It's, or uh, Henry Cavill's CGI. Yeah, like if you remember stuff like that, I'm almost expecting that kind of stuff. Let's hear. It was originally set to be released um, in April 2018. It was delayed to February 22nd, 2019. Postponed to August 2019. Then they reported that it would be pushed again to 2020. Uh, it sounded like it was going to be released on Disney Plus at one point, but then they changed their mind. I'm guessing they're like, well, maybe we can get some money out of this before completely saying screw it. The first trailer was in October 2017 on Friday the 13th. Hmm. It had a horror focus to it. When was the first trailer? Friday the 13th in October 2017. Oh, it was late 2017. So, almost two years ago. And when that trailer came out, everyone was like, yes, finally! uh, uh, Like a horror uh, Marvel movie. And the studio went, apparently, they're like, oh shit because that's not what the movie is the trailer was just edited that way so I, I thought guess, it was a horror movie yeah. so I guess they had to like redo the whole movie then because they're like oh we have to make it scarier oh really yeah, that was like one of the initial issues with it hmm. um, but if I read on some of the shooting here reshoots were expected to begin in September 2018 but they hadn't done it until like May 2019 and actually in May 2019 Kingberg confirmed that reshoots would happen later in the year. So we're talking about them doing reshoots in late 2019 when the movie started filming in July of 2017 with actors and actresses that are, I guess they're in their 20s, but I mean, they're young enough, so I'm like, you could, you could change a lot in two years still at that age. Yeah, like a Finn Wolfhard. Right, I mean, I guess CGI magic. Anywho. New Mutants. Mm-hmm. What if it's great? What if, what if we see it and we're like, why Why did they even buy 20th Century Fox when they could have been making movies like this the rest of eternity? Mm-hmm. It's just like a, it's like a bit... What if Disney's scared to release it because it's just that amazing? And they're like, they're just waiting for the right time. will hate the MCU after this. Because it's too good? It's too they really good. say it wants the MCU. What if it is just uh, so freaking good? Chloe, what was your... Uh, 
What was your wild cards? My wild cards were Secret Life of Pets 2, Scary Stories, and Midsummer. Nice. I had a lot of hope for Midsummer. You know, it was so good. That, uh, I saw it twice. Almost three times. Doug loves movies, that podcast where I steal all the game ideas from. Yeah. They had they just had Ari Aster on as a guest. <gasps> and he's pretty dang funny. That's my dream someday. It's it's he does he I think he won all the games, but he did it like very I love him. accidentally. Like yeah. he didn't really know the answers to all he just he he benefited from everyone else being worse. Um Ari mine, Aster, if you're listening, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have you on the podcast. Um if Doug Benson can get you, then we can. Cancel the um, engagement. My wild cards were Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Yesterday, and Secret of the Pets. A couple of people had Yesterday on their list. Yesterday. But, alright, here we go. I'm gonna read you guys uh, the last read the first. Losers first, yeah. So, um. So, Chloe, yeah, sorry, <laughs> you got last place. Yep. Out of a possible 106, you had 38. Nice. So, um. Not much behind you coming in, coming in, in, in at sixth place. Um, I should say, okay, I'll say you had sixth place, Chloe. Pete at fifth place got 43 out of a possible 106. Um, myself, Hunter, came in fourth with 48 points out of 106. Stella came in third place with, um, 50 points out of 106. And we have a tie for second place between drumroll Zach and Kirsten with the sex number. 69 points out of 106. (laughs) (laughs) Leaving Justin with a crisp 71 points out of 106. Which is pretty crazy because like I don't think I'm adding him up wrong, but, like... There, there were quite a few I was off still on. You were, like... You had a ton of sevens. A lot of tens. But Kirsten had a ton of tens. So, I don't know. I, I kept... I had it... I added it together See, several times. I, I did? I could do it again quick. No. Let me do it real quick. Oh, Brian, the show? Brian, the show? Don't ruin it for me. No, I want this moment. <laughs> okay. we, don't now. take it away. For now, if, yeah, if he lost, we'll do it. I mean, later. I don't know. Like, I publicly apologize. That, like, I mean, I got at least... What was my score? 69. Uh, you had 69. Yes. So. Wait, what was my score? 71. So I like barely... I feel like I barely yep, beat you guys. Barely. Like, I feel like it's not even true. Most everyone got the 13 for the first one. Everybody got the first one. Did um, anybody get the last one? No one did. Okay. Uh, there was a couple that were close, but... If somebody would have gotten the last one, they would have easily won, I think. There was a lot of people that got, uh, spots like six and seven right on. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I didn't notice, uh, it seemed like a lot of people also were getting the one-off, one-place-off points mm-hmm. and anybody because did we all throw men in black into our list i did so except for chloe i mean so everybody dark phoenix threw a lot of people off i didn't put the, I, I think oh, I maybe it was just me then i thought i remember i definitely knew did you put in your i list? put mine in my top 10. yeah i just i kind of figured that series is done no yeah cares. i should have by the way enough. dark phoenix was awful yeah. i put it in my wild cards just in case it was actually good i thought dark phoenix would maybe would have done better than like john wick but no john wick creamed everything 
it's just this is we're totally in an age now where like I hate saying it almost because Lion King happened, but people just do look for quality. I think a lot more often in bigger movies. Mm-hmm. And not that like the bigger movies even need to make a bunch of money, but then they kind of do if the budget ends up being mm-hmm. like two hundred million dollars. Dark Phoenix had a huge budget. Of course it has to make a bunch. And it didn't. Because people... I mean... It isn't helped by the fact that they had already done that movie before and done it terribly. Yeah. So it's Directed like, by like the guy who wrote it. And, yeah, so yeah. I mean, what are you even going to do? So, I don't know. I think it's interesting, this list, because there are a lot of sequels still, of course. But mm-hmm. not every sequel that came out this year is in that top ten list. And... It was nice to know that there was one big budget original movie that's on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm not surprised. I mean, was pretty much everything six and up from Disney, or well, this is just the summer list. I was looking actually at the uh, the worldwide this year list. If I can pull it up real quick. Yeah, I don't know what the worldwide is. Um, here I'm gonna look it up real quick because here's worldwide 2019. The uh, top six movies of this year so far are all Disney movies, except for the third one, which is Spider-Man Far From Home, and we all know why that did well, (laughs) because it's pretty much got a Disney vibe to it. Mm -hmm. Um, Aladdin, Toy Story 4, Captain Marvel, Spider-Man Far From Home, Lion King, and Endgame. And we still need Star Wars to come out. Star Wars hasn't come out yet. Star and, Wars, there's another one too, right? It's another Disney And Frozen movie. 2 hasn't come out. And both of those are easily going to be in this top 10. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is they're going to have the top 8 spots. Okay, except so you- except for Sony getting the third spot. But, like, all because of Disney products. Mm-hmm. That is insane. Like, they pretty much... They, Paramount doesn't have, like, any movie that's even in the top 20. Paramount's a huge studio. They don't have one in the top twenty of this year. Didn't they do Stuart Little? They did not. That was actually uh, that was Columbia. Uh, well, there's no Transformers movie this year, was there? No. I just Bumblebee was last one. Yeah. The first Warner Brothers movie that's on the list is number eleven. Like, mm. it's crazy. Disney owns everything. What was the Warner Brothers movie? Detective Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Of course. Can't wait until Batman comes out. When did Shazam come out? Was that February? Or April or something? Yeah, that was uh, early yeah. Last year. That wasn't even on the... That's number 16 on the list. Wow. Shazam. Which, that yeah, that movie actually better. didn't do as well as all the other DC movies. Because no one's really heard of Shazam. Yeah, it came out at a weird time. Ones, though. Yeah. I think it was just... It is, definitely. It was coming, like, right... Wasn't it coming out right before Endgame? Mm-hmm. And... I don't know. I think there was just... Y'all excited for Joker, though? I am. I think that movie is going to be fantastic. Did you watch King of Comedy? I want to before it comes out. It's on Amazon Prime. Well, then I'll have to I need to watch purchase it Amazon Prime. Oh, you don't have <laughs> No, but you can borrow my I mean, I just buy movies on there for no rent, but I, yeah, I really want to see it. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it yet. I really I'm going to watch it before we go to see Joker. Definitely want to give that a watch. Hey, did you want to play last movie, uh, last actor on Earth, or yeah. last movie? Yeah, last movie on Earth. Okay, let's do it. It's been a minute, so. Oh, 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 oh. okay. Do you know oh, all the rules oh, oh. here? 
Um, yeah, if you're, this is your first time tuning in, we play a game often called Last Movie on Earth, where we try and guess the last movie that everyone else saw. So one person will take their turn describing the movie based off of the uh, description or bio from uh, Netflix, Letterboxd, IMDb, etc. Um, everyone else tries to guess it. If they do, they get a point. Um, we'll give hints along the way. Um, if no one guesses it, then that person gets two points instead. Um, if yeah, if you win, the points get added to a score that we've been keeping episode to episode. Justin, what are the standings, my man? Chloe has 42. My bad, I thought you were tied to Zach, but Zach actually has 41. Uh, Justin has 59, and Hunter, 67. Sweet. Cool, 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 cool. But you know, I have the trophy. But Justin has a trophy. Yeah, it's true. Just wanted to, you know. I can guess movies, but Justin's good at guessing at money. Yeah, I'm a money guy. It's because I haven't seen Wolf of Wall Street, isn't it? Honestly, if I could do do stocks, but base it around movies, somehow figure out which studios to invest in and not invest in, I would be a millionaire. You'd be better than me, yeah. Yeah, It'd be much better than my current You can sponsor this podcast. Right. All right, who wants to go first? I can go first. Wow, real up and ready. Yeah. All right. Um... When veteran anchorman Howard Beale is forced to retire his 25-year post because of his age, he announces to viewers that he will kill himself during his farewell broadcast. Network! It is network. It is network. Yep. And what did you think? I really like it. Really, really like it. I feel like it's almost tough to watch that movie today. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I predicted so much. It is very <laughs> predictable. Um... But I still, it felt really, I haven't seen a 70s movie quite like this yet, so it felt really new and fresh. No, I mean, like, it predicted so much about, like, the, oh, current, yeah, about, like, sure. the current state of, like, uh, like news yeah. operations and yep. how it's done, mm-hmm. and since, since, uh, I can't say the word, what is the word, what am I trying to say, since... Sensual streaming services. Sensationalized sensationalization yeah. of news. God, I felt like a piece of my brain was just not in my head for a second. But there it you happens. Yeah. So that's what that out. movie predicted. And I mean, of course, we watch it today. And we're like, yeah, that's how it is. Mm-hmm. In the time, I'm sure they were like, what? Like some people probably like this is where it's building towards. Yeah, it was on that top 100 AFI list, so that's why I watched it. Probably give it a watch sometime. My turn? It's your turn. Alrighty. Newlyweds Claire and Ryan have just moved into a new house. Both are hoping Claire's pregnancy will be the cement needed to hold their already fraying relationship together. Little do they know their marital issues are the least of their problems. For unbeknownst to them, their scruffy, sleazy, and last something landlord has installed numerous miniature cameras all over their home and has been spying on them from day one. Then, Ryan begins an office affair, and the landlord kits out the secret basement with chains and soundproofing. Something is going to give in the suburban shocker packed with nasty surprises. I, I thought I knew the movie several times in there, and I was like, wait, no, this is a horror movie, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> Never mind, I haven't. Has anybody got a clue? 
I didn't mean to watch such an obscure one. Sorry, guys. <sighs> Wait, what's the what's the year it came out? Twenty fifteen. Ah, jeez. Um. Is it the something? No. Doesn't fall actually called the something. Huh? The something. <laughs> is, is I don't know. Weird? I would say paranormal activity, nope. ghosts, whatever. Nope. You sure? Yep. Are you sure it's not a contraction? Yes. Who's been that? It's not. Don't. <laughs> don't. Oh, dang it. It'd have to be 40 minutes or more. <laughs> 40 minutes of don't. Don't. Actor. Who's the actor? Uh, director next? Uh, director is Victor Zarkov. Yeah, you remember him? Nope. The, the main actor is PJ McCabe. Oh, God. So it is an American movie. Yes. So that okay. Well, um uh basement. Close. <laughs> the basement. I said there's no the What is the basement? <laughs> what is <laughs> what is double jeopardy? <laughs> Alright. Any other guesses? Do you do you think we know? No. This is no way. Well, I'll just give you your two points. It's called 13 Cameras. It's a really crappy movie. Don't watch it. Hmm. How many horror movies have the term 13 in it? So, well, 13 Ghosts. Then there's 14 Cameras, which is also terrible. Hmm. Related to this or not related? Yeah. Oh, okay. 13 Hours in the Warehouse. Um, Ocean's 13. The number... Oh, that was 23. Never mind. Okay. Ocean's 13. <laughs> uh, there's... 12, 12, 12, which is one of... It's the worst rated movie on IMDb. And then there's a sequel, 13, 13, 13, I'm pretty sure. Wow, as a sequel? Yeah. Huh. Neither of them were good. The really? The goes to yeah. Scooby-Doo. There you go. <laughs> Moi? Mm-hmm. Is that a date? 13, 13, 13? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I mean, you're saying that now. You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> Maybe that's why it's like rated the worst movie on IMDb. That's everyone's review. That's not like even a date. <laughs> this doesn't make sense. Okay. It's Hooptuber 13th. After a small misunderstanding aboard an airplane escalates out of control, timid businessman Dave Busnick is ordered by the court to undergo a- anger management therapy. Anger, anger management! management. Yeah, I I meant to just say therapy. Well, but that probably wouldn't have happened. I feel like Hunter going, like you figured it out. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't have the name on my tongue. I, I guess until I said it. Yeah, but we said it the same. Time. Here, I'll do a different one. She says that gets the point. Yeah, <laughs> because we tied. Because we're too good. We just got two points for being dumb. It was an accident. It's not, it that was not an accident. We should have figured it out just from being kicked off the airplane. I remember that scene. Mm-hmm. I didn't need to wait for the term anger management. I thought it was gonna. First, I was thinking of like uh, a nonstop, maybe, and then I'm like, oh, but then he has to go court undergoes court there court mandated therapy. I'm like, oh, that's it, Zach. We gotta we gotta do a buzzer beater. What's the last other movie? What's, you what's saw? the second to last movie on earth? Well, I already told you. Oh, what was the third to last movie? <laughs> Are we going too far back now? I haven't seen your letterboxed in like months, so. Lion is falling. What was the third to last movie I watched? Well, this could be the game. I'm trying to remember three movies ago. Should I just pick a movie I've seen? <laughs> pick, a, pick a Jack Nicholson movie out of his filmography. 
that you've seen? The Shining. Batman. <laughs> Anger management. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll pick an oldie and a goodie. Is it, is it one or the other, or is it one movie though that is both? An evil, an evil scientist implants the brain of Michael, a, m- a murdered high school student. Oh, Tammy the T Rex. <laughs> I don't know who said that. I don't know who got that first. Damn it! One more, one more. You, you know, know what we should have done for the buzzer beaters? Just name the director. On Doug hates movie or Doug loves movies. Um, they do. Uh, what's the last movie you saw thing? And I can't remember if it was Ari Aster or someone. The last one they saw was Tammy the T Rex really? at a film festival. That's yeah. awesome. But they didn't see the Italian gore one. I think they saw just the base one. Oh no! Well, actually, wait a minute. By the way, Hunter won that buzzer beater because it, oh, it was between me and Justin. Oh, so technically, sorry, he got twice anyway. So it doesn't matter. You get the point. I was gonna say, Tammy the T Rex is getting a Blu-ray release. What? Yeah, like it's it's finally like it's funny the year Zinema shows that they're actually like yeah. the reason why. Well, because I like, yeah. they're, they're doing a cleaned up version of the movie. It's gonna be on high definition, and that's why they did a Facebook poll asking if people would want to see the high definition version this uh, year if they did a showing. Which, Which I voted on. Like, well, no, because yeah, if it has the scene where they grab each other's nuts, then yeah. <laughs> on Blu-ray's forum, <laughs> I, I literally commented that I was like, "Are we confirmed that this is the Italian version? Like, it has everything in it, or if that cuts on it?" And they said yes, but and it's going to be in English, not Italian. Like, they're going to actually have the English edit. Hail Satan with the Marcus logo. I wish. <laughs> that was awesome, the, by the way. I think the the guy. That was such a. Oh my god. Uh, Pedro from Napoleon Dynamite is gonna be. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he was just in the movie. That's gonna be so sweet. But I'm trying to like, yeah. Now that you say that though, and they saw it at a film festival, it, it, they had to have seen it just because they're getting that Blu-ray release. It's like Maybe, first yeah. time in 4K. But I'm trying to figure out if it wasn't the Italian version. I, I hope it exists. Like I hope mm-hmm. they will release that version because now I'm getting worried. I because it would be the first time it's all in English. But. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Um, I'm definitely gonna buy that Blu-ray. Oh yeah, like Hell yeah. easily. I'd watch That's it again. On my top of like movies to buy this year. Um, I'll do mine. When his housekeeper's granddaughter is kidnapped, a person crosses the U.S.-Mexican border to bring her home, but finds himself up against the full might of one of Mexico's most ruthless cartels. Um, let me go again. When his housekeeper's granddaughter is kidnapped, former Vietnam veteran crosses the U.S.-Mexican border to bring her Rambo. home. Rambo? Oh, Last Blood. <laughs> yeah. Okay, not Rambo, Last Blood. In- I was thinking John McCain. Instead of person or Vietnam veteran, it says Rambo, and I like like yeah. to say that. Um, I, I, didn't, I, didn't think, I didn't think he would cross the border. I thought it would be like him defending his home type of thing. What? I haven't seen the trailer, so I don't know. Rambo has a housekeeper? Because that's what, like, First Blood is basically, he's not going anywhere to do anything. He's just protecting himself. So I thought Last Blood would be similar. Reading that plot, I guess she was the housekeeper, but they never really made that any clear. I think, like, maybe that's what she's supposed to do, but it seemed like more he just had them living there because he had, you know, available space for them to stay. Is rich? He lives on a ranch in this movie, but I guess it's his father's ranch. <laughs> yeah, it, I, I was thinking this at work. Movies, so I don't know he is very questionable how he makes his money because he, in the first movie, he comes home homeless, basically, uh, and 
I think pretty much goes to jail in the end. It's kind of ambiguous. Yes, yes. And then in the second yes. one, he's working in a monastery in like... In That's the third one. Is it? That is the third one. Because the second one, he gets released from prison to oh. go and fight. And uh, then he in goes into like a Southeast Asian country. But then he basically goes off on his own again. But he's still there he working in the monastery? Because he doesn't agree with what they were like fighting for. Uh, okay. What his side was fighting for. So then... He gets, like, ticked off at them because they're not saving all the people who were captured. So then he kind of goes off on his own. That's why he's working at the monastery. Okay. He's working at the monastery in the third movie. But he goes to Afghanistan to free the colonel. And then at the beginning of Rambo... It's just called Rambo, right? Right. It's basically Rambo 4. Mm -hmm. He's working in Myanmar or Burma. But I don't think that's where he was in the second and third one. No, but I mean, it's been many years, but he's it's kind just of... a different Southeast the Asian point country. Is he's always just kind of been on his own going yeah. country to country. You work at like, Monastery Penniless, and then he's like a riverboat guy, also penniless. Not no. like a motorboat, it's like a canoe. And then all of a sudden, he owns like a ranch. Okay, but like, he was pardoned because he did complete what he was supposed to, I believe, in the second movie. Oh, uh, in the third one? Because he went and saved Colonel? Well, because in the second one, he's he, whatever mission they have him going on is what's going to get him pardoned. But since he kind of goes against his own side for a second, I, it's, been a, it's been a while since I've seen it, and I, it's not too memorable. <laughs> but the third movie, which I watched recently, he saves the Colonel, to, so to me, that would mean he's pardoned. And I haven't seen the fourth one, but I assume that... The fourth like, one okay, takes so much ass. So, the, so the, the, the pardon must stand solid now, and then he goes back to... Uh, the states. He's in Arizona, and he lives on this ranch, which I didn't see it in the movie, but apparently it's his father's ranch, and then he inherited it. Okay. And as for money, I guess it comes from his family, but he left his because they say this dialogue in the movie that he left his family when he was like seventeen, and then he wanted to go and fight in the war. But he says, I wish I wouldn't have done that, but like uh, left his family or whatever. So I'm guessing there might have been some tensions, but now his father's probably dead, and he probably got whatever was left from them. And he's just working on the ranch. And he's allowed to have weapons, even though I'm, I'm pretty sure a condition of his pardon would be, you know, you don't get weapons because you yeah. tried to take on the police force yeah, <laughs> originally. You know what's weird? This movie does not feel like a Rambo movie. Like Last Blood? Yeah. Like, I mean, it just kind of feels like Stallone going up against the cartel. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even wear the red bandana in the movie, which was kind of like... I don't know if he did in the fourth one. I can't remember. He, he wore a bandana. He had the long hair, even. So it was like... Mm-hmm. He was still him from the promotional material, anyway. But he had the bandana. Yeah. This one, he doesn't at all. Because... Um, I... What was I going to say? I can't remember. I'm sorry. Okay, we'll wait. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, no, it was it was actually a good time though. I mean, did you like it? Yeah, I, it was a good time. It was it's 89 minutes, so it's just like it just goes by quick. Yeah, it's not a movie that sits around. It gets the job done, and then when all the action's done, he just sits on his porch and end the movie. Yeah, and I was like, I like that. That was a good time. Uh, but a lot of contrived like oh. setup. I remember what I was going to say. Have you seen, you've seen Hot Shots Part Part 2? Yes. Or whatever? yes I have. I've seen that scene anyway. It's basically... Hot Shots like, Part 2 is basically like mixes of Rambo 2 and 3. Mm-hmm. And the colonel is the same guy and he, it's the same plot. So like he has to save the colonel. And he's like... 
in the same he's like in a cage and he has to like do the same it's basically Rambo it's with the colonel the same movie and then the, the, he's rescuing the same guy who's supposed to be this I don't know it's just so funny and meta he's like in jail and he like gets freed and he like the, the guard's sleeping and he has to like he's gonna knock him out and he's like reaching on the table and there's like a handgun a knife and a grenade and it shows him reach and he grabs a fly swatter <laughs> like basically just slaps the guy once and he dies <laughs> you know I haven't I, I've only ever seen that movie the scene where he's fighting Saddam Hussein yeah does he have lightsabers or something yeah cause, it's like the president has a lightsaber cause he's like say yo Paolo's a weak old cause then he's like talking like Darth Vader but then he coughs and then he's like clearing his throat and then he talks normally yeah he's like oh they actually got Saddam Hussein to play him it looks incredibly like him I remember cause Chris used to play those scenes all the time yeah I think it was during when Saddam Hussein was in the news so we would watch that and be like oh look it's Saddam Hussein and we would just make fun of it and it was just a wacky I want to see like the whole I don't think I've ever seen the whole movie but I've seen the uh, is that the because there's the first hot shots but is the second one the one where they have the uh, they're playing I'm so excited and they're like trying to like have, a sex scene and they're trying to be a sex scene but they keep messing everything up I can't remember if it's the first one or the second one and that that there's like food and stuff oh, yeah, and like grapes that. and whatever you know what? it's really let's, weird let's end the episode just watch that I I know Hot Shots I think it's pretty dude the, the lightsaber fight has one of my favorite lines in like comedy movie history where it's the old man who's like he's in Spy and like all those other comedies mm-hmm. um Liam uh, oh um Leslie Nielsen yeah he's like yeah he's he's, he's, he's he's they're about to square off and he's like they're like, what are the rules? He's like, rules are first one to die loses, and then he gets It's like I don't think I've ever laughed so hard like when I was a kid watching. Yeah, that wouldn't be the only time. In Hot Shots, in the first one, in the first one, he's like the you know he's he's like a commander I think before he's president, and they're talking about his like joppers, those like pants that like have like excess fabric on the thigh, and then they get skinny on the calf that like. Mm-hmm. Like the Army wear, and they're like drawing attention to it, and they're like, "What's the deal with your pants?" He's like, "Oh, they ran out of fabric," and like, that's like the whole reason. <laughs> that's the whole reason you had those pants. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you that scene. Uh, I think we should get yeah, we so it was a good time. Um, I will safely protect for one more year. I, I no, I kind of hate it though because I like. <laughs> I, I, I'd love give I'd it love, back. I'd love for someone else to get, get it. Like honestly, I was, I, I was this close. But I'm, I guess that's also part of the challenge, you know. I can't believe how far I really got. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Like you were damn close. When I was adding up Kirsten's, I added up Kirsten's last, and I thought, my holy crap, because she had so many tens, I'm like, she's taking this, and Kirsten will demand a recount. I I'll me. recount again. <laughs> But yeah. Uh, let me know. I mean, if it, I messed up. I mean, if, if you messed up, if we both messed up. Thanks for listening to the episode. That was a good time. We'll see you for 2020 top movies, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm sure will include. I don't even know what's coming out in 2020. I mean, El Camino comes out in a couple days, like October 11th. The Breaking Bad movie. Oh. Yeah. Haven't seen Think Walter's still alive. No, he's come on. If if they like do that, really, yeah. like where he's like, I'm not dead. I'll be like, screw this. <laughs> like, screw this movie. He comes back as Galactus, and then all of a sudden, the Breaking Bad and Marvel universes are connected. I mean, it wouldn't make sense because the movie starts out as a 
Pat Oswald doing a filibuster. <laughs> he, he did <laughs> so much meth that he became like, <laughs> like uh, even deeper form of sentient. Like he's beyond human now. Huh? Pat Oswald. No, uh, Breaking Bad guy. I just I wonder if. Uh, I mean, no, he would he'd be arrested anyway. Like the cops were walking in, went into his dead body, supposed dead body. Jesse or uh, Walter? Walter. Like, there's no way he would be in jail. So I mean. <laughs> He could have gotten medical attention. I think, I think we're done. I think this episode's done. Okay, bye. And remember, oh, always beware the, the cinema swamp. Bye. Try to end it early. That was Jai Courtney-like mother effort. Yeah, Jai Courtney apologists. Thanks for listening to this episode. So what did you think of the summer 2019 blockbuster hits? Were you surprised by what did the best? Or are you surprised that some of the movies didn't do as well as you thought they would? Are you sick of all the sequels? Or do you think the original movies just aren't getting enough attention? Leave a comment on this episode, like our pages on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Cinema Swamp. And remember, always beware of the Cinema Swamp.